When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to get a corrector again. She says entirety. I hate that. Don't ever say that again. You know, it's time to do a segment here. Do with, it. Uh, do we got, it. you know, AJ's in studio for Rudy this morning. Rudy's on the road opening for Adam Carolla. Had a nice exchange of emails last night. And then we got, and by the way, if you haven't watched Special Ops Lioness, get out of the studio. I've got, well, I've got it written down. Nope, on... you're out. I told you to watch it. When? You're when do you want me mix. to watch it? Uh, two days ago. Okay. Oh, well. How did you not knock it out yet? I don't Come know. On. He asked you to do like one thing. One thing. One thing. thing. Hey, 400 look, times a day. My shirt matches the thing that's behind AJ. Do you see that? Oh, nice. Yeah, you really bring us all together. We br- we're bringing you all together. It matches up beautifully. <laughs> Kristen Burt, Special Ops, Lioness. I'm going to watch the second episode tonight. I love that show. Uh, AJ, I don't, you probably don't know this, but I, I am in favor of very strong, tough women. I love tough women. I feel like I've picked up. I, I, I feel like you your pick- wife. Oh, yeah, that you profile perfectly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a good point. She's, she seems you very strong. And depend- yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She, she is a very strong woman. I adore that woman, as you know. And, of course, the two women on this show right now, it's just a given. Talent. <laughs> oh, God. To spare. <laughs> you just shouted out the word talent, really. To spare. Look, the talented Kristen Bird is here, ladies and gentlemen. What's Late happening? And early. <laughs> Right and early. What are you talking about? It's only five fifty in the morning where you are. It's only five fifty, but I'm true. here. What time you go to bed then, Kristen? Um, it depends. Last night I stayed up till eleven. Oh Dang, God! I don't even do that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I try and get to bed between like nine thirty and ten. That doesn't. I I just am not a huge sleeper in general. No, I I'm sleep six hours a night. That's my comfort zone, and then I take like a. 20 to 30 minute nap in the afternoon. Oh, I love that. It's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I can I can literally sleep for about 2 hours, maybe 3 hours, and then if I stay in bed I will wake up every 20 minutes. I don't know why, but I just do. And that suck. It does cuz you know, you need that like solid sleep to feel yeah. good. Indeed, and then I find out when I get here that I'm still in radio. It makes me feel even worse. He's in his personal nightmare. Still. Personal nightmare, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's no question. So what's the latest with you? Um, I think we've all been predicting this, but late last night it kind of came down that the Emmys, no surprise, right. are officially postponed. Yep. They Now, the TV Academy hasn't made an official announcement, but the Emmys vendors have been told, hey, that September 18th date, not going to happen because of the ongoing writers and actors strike. Um, but... I'm sure the TV Academy will be making an announcement now that it's kind of like leaked out. It looks like the show is going to be postponed until January, 2024. So um, the TV Academy wanted to do it November, but it just doesn't seem like a realistic date since the writer's strike probably won't wind up until we're, people are kind of predicting October. Mm-hmm. So a January date is, is much safer for everyone. But it's going to be in the midst of Oscar season, so it's just going to feel like one big award show after another. I suppose that's it. You know what? That's one of the first things I ever noticed about Catherine being a, a tough woman. I was going to watch the Academy Awards. She goes, well, you're going to watch what? I said, I'll watch the Oscars. She goes, 
The Oscars, what a bunch of Hollywood BS. Who cares? Like ooh, we, I, do. <laughs> we, do, we do. We do. We <laughs> do. Besides patting each other on the back for yes. a job well done, yeah. um, the, the really important thing is the money it funnels into the city. And I right. don't think a lot of people realize this. The Emmys are two weeks long. We do um, the Creative Arts Emmys Week, and that is a two-night award show, which honors all of the below the line, all of, um, you're, you're talking about like lighting and costuming and makeup. Um, and people come from all over the world. So it's like a week long event. And then we get into the primetime Emmys. So if you think about it, there are a lot of support industries that are really going to be affected by this besides like your publicist, but it's florists, it's caterers, it's wardrobe, it's hair, it's makeup. And, you know, for people that live outside the Los Angeles bubble, you're like, well, whatever. But honestly, the amount of money it generates for the local economy is really a big deal. Hotels, restaurants, all of that. It is pretty amazing, that whole idea. You know, when you look back at the history of that whole thing, and I was told by a, uh, an elderly gentleman in his late 90s, many, many years ago, he said, Tom, you do know that Hollywood, Florida was named after Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood, California was named after Hollywood, Florida. Because the initial intention of all those New York actors, I mean, The Tonight Show used to be out of New York, even in our lifetime, but they were going to go down to Hollywood, Florida, which is between Palm Beach and Miami, and build all these studios and all that stuff down there. It didn't work out, so then they moved all the way out. You know what a, and he pointed this out, what a roll of the dice it was to move across the country yeah. to produce shows and movies. Just think even the time zone Man. change. Yeah, three hours. That's crazy. But the, the it, chances they took were amazing. Yeah, if you follow the story of I Love Lucy and yeah. her doing her yep. live show on the West Coast, because at the time, yep. live shows were done, like sitcoms and things like that were done in New York. And she said, I'm not uprooting my family. I'm staying here. If you want me... You're going to have to do this show in Los Angeles. Amazing. And that was a big game changer, too. And I think people don't give Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz enough credit for the television industry. The way we've known it for many decades. It's shifting right now, but uh, it's really incredible what they did. There's no question. The, the chances they took, the money they spent, all of this. Then he told me later on why they didn't end up in Hollywood, Florida, and had to do with basically anti-Semitism. Oh, God. Yep, they didn't. Oh, they're all Jews. Forget it. You can't come down here. That's, That's what I was terrible. told. I don't know. Do you think? Do you find out in your your studies that that is indeed the case? I haven't heard that, but I would also be curious if the humidity also had something That's to do with it. That's true. It's a good point. Hurricane season. Like, yep. there's a lot more weather in Florida than there is in California. We kind of have just a yeah, fairly point. consistent, this year's been weird, but usually we have fairly consistent weather year-round. Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely true. So, uh, yeah, but, but I mean, I don't, I've never heard anybody bring this up before, but we do have to tip the cap to all those people that went all the way across the country. George Raft was one of them, I believe, that he traveled all the way across the country. Of course, he was looking for properties to buy for the mafia, but that was a different argument. You know, it's still an entrepreneur, and we need to respect that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, tip of the cap, a hell of an effort to go all the way out there and actually get it done, and for people like Lucille Ball to say, no, no, no. Because that show was supposed to be in New York. The uh, I Love Lucy show was supposed to be in New York. So that was very yeah, cool. Yeah, and, you know, she's the one who created reruns, too. That's yeah. the other thing. Yep. People, the Reruns did not exist. And the only reason that they created reruns was because she got pregnant right before the second season. And they realized she was going to deliver in the middle of the season. And they're like, well, how can we do this? And um, she said, you know, it was Desi Arnaz who says, hey, we own the library. Why don't we rerun a show? Yeah. And the first rerun that they put out there actually had better ratings than the current season, but it allowed people to kind of catch up if they hadn't seen it before. Um, I know a lot of this history because you guys know my husband has played mm -hmm. many different versions of Desi Arnaz and Ricky Ricardo over the years. Right. So, um, but the last show that he did focused in on the history of how the I Love Lucy show came to fruition. It was really fascinating. I, I learned a lot of history just from watching his show a few times. That show, I, I do remember as a little boy, because I always thought that show was hilarious. I loved William Frawley. I thought was amazing. 
Fred and Ethel on with Louis, uh, with Louis, with uh, Lucy and uh, Desi and all the rest of it. But I do remember as a little little boy, maybe four or five years old, sitting on the couch at the house, and I was laughing, and my mother was laughing, and her mother, my grandmother, was laughing. I thought, boy, you don't see that. Even as a little boy, I realized you don't see that a whole lot. Where three and the shows still hold up. Yeah. Like, oh that's God, the they're still funny. Thing about it, and you know, and there's like so many great like little stories behind all this. William Frawley had a massive alcohol problem. Oh yes. But Desi really <laughs> wanted him, and he was like, "You have to stay sober. I'm fighting for you on right. this." He's like, after the show, I don't care what you do, but on set, you have to keep the alcohol in check. No question about it. Did you ever see the video of him singing Silver Bells in that movie? God, it was a Bob Hope movie, but I can't remember the name of it. But William Frawley's out in the corner dressed up as Santa singing Silver Bells. It's so horribly hideous that it's very funny. He's like... Silver bells. <laughs> the, yeah. the lemon drop kid. Lemon drop kid. That's exactly right. That's exact. I love that movie. It's a, he's supposed to be a gangster in that movie. Bob Hope is. He is. You can picture Bob Hope no, as I a can't. gangster. I can't. It's, it's terrifying. Really hard. It's hard to do. Right, you know, Bob Hope is like everybody's grandpa. <laughs> is there any way that one of the two of you could find find William Frawley singing Silver Bells, even if just a little snippet of it, because it's so bad. Yeah, I'll send it to but uh, AJ. still had the greatest line in the history of the Lucy show. Ethel comes in. You know, everybody needs to understand, you know, just a few years ago when I was a single woman, the boys were buzzing around me like bees. And William Frawley said, well, then how come I'm the one that got stung? <laughs> just, there's just never any softness between them no, two. No, never. Like, you know how, but I like, guess they really didn't like one oh, another. Oh, no. I mean, that's what, yeah, you that's, learn is yeah. that he just hated her. <laughs> like... But you they know, were magic on screen together. Yes. That's the beauty of it, being yep. able to put away all of the BS behind the scenes and still make magic with the TV show itself. That's what I do with Britney. Yeah. I hate Britney. During the commercial breaks, we literally just turn our chairs away. Get away from me. We do yeah. argue a lot, but we argue a lot on air mostly. It's mostly on the air. It's not <laughs> off the air. That's, that's very true. I think I've got it. I've never seen the movie, so you guys are going to have Lemon to drop kid. educate me a little bit to make sure. But I've got Willem Folly singing uh, Silver Bells, described as hilarious on YouTube. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, that's rough. His own version of the song. He's trying to raise money, so he's got like the bucket. No, no, he's trying to steal money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that's what he's saying, putting money in the kitty. He's got Put the, money in the, the kitty. fake, uh, you know. Oh, God, that's a, a bad voice. <laughs> William Frawley singing. That's all we needed to That hear. just made me more infertile. I'm so glad I remember <laughs> stuff like that. It made me more infertile. That's interesting. Oh, it was just so good. Loved him. Absolutely yeah. loved the guy. Lemon Drop Kid. You ever you ever seen that movie? No. Kristen? I watch haven't it. either. All three of you watch it. It's terrific. It's very dated now, obviously, but it's really good. It's really fun. It's, yeah, it's fun. It, more than it's not a terrifically, you know, oh, Oscar winner. It's should we fun. save it for the holidays? Is it since it like that? That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, save it for Christmas. Watch it. At All right, Christmas we'll have time. to remember that. <laughs> I'll remind you. No question. Six months from now. Five I'm months. just. I'll be busy watching uh, Special Ops Lioness until then. Anyway, so it'll all work out. You're obsessed. Man. I love it. I love those women on that show. It's like I will kick your ass. It's like, hey, I'm home with my mom, my sisters, and my wife. How's everything yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. And now my right? daughter. Do you feel right at I home? I love Zoe Saldana. She's a great I actress. Do. I agree. Really, really talented. And uh, I, I, again, I don't understand. Why are they going after your boy, the guy who created the show? Why are they going after him about this show? Because it's about war? You know, Taylor I, Sheridan, I, think, yeah. I, I think what happens, too, and you got to remember, in Hollywood, when you reach the peak, they oh, love yeah. to knock you down. And he is the one keeping Paramount Plus in business right now. CBS yeah. continues. CBS yep. wants to stay in the Taylor Sheridan business. But, of course, you know, there are other people that are like, meh. You know, they want to sit there and criticize everything he does. But he found a formula that works for him. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, CBS, as a linear network, knows 
their viewer very well and has been very successful. It's why they've been the number one network for so long. They know that their demographic is a little bit older, that they like procedurals. They like the, you know, the NCISs and the CSIs and they've stuck with it. And while that may not be original, they do have a very loyal fan base. And I think that that's what they're doing also with Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. People like what Taylor Sheridan's doing, and they're going to stick with it. I do. I think he's terrific. I think he does a great job. And he's bringing A-list actors. I mean, yeah. you have yep. Zoe, you have Nicole Kidman, Harrison Ford, you had Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. Helen Mirren. These people continue to want to work with him. So that speaks volumes, and people have to remember that. Why do you think it is? Because it's not just in Hollywood. When you succeed, people just love to go, ah, oh, well, we have to, you know. Well, I do remember once I was going in to do a TV interview about 10, 15 years ago, some, one of the local TV stations. Mm-hmm. And the general manager of the TV station comes in and goes, are you Tom Bernard? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, I saw your rating. You had the highest rating morning show in America. Highest rating in America, right? And I walk in to do an interview about that. And his response was, we're going to have to knock you down a peg. It's like, Dang. what? It's exactly to what you're talking face. about. To my face. And then I said, good luck to you, pal. Uh, but yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Why do people want to do that? You're doing well, so I need to hurt you. What? It happens consistently. It does. It happens in music. It yep. happens with actors. People are just waiting for that scandal or that moment yeah. where they can just like flick you off the peg and, you know, knock you right down the hill. Why can't you be happy for someone? You know, plenty I, of people it are. It would be nice. Plenty of people were like, oh, my God, Tom, that was great. I saw the interview and that's wonderful. Good for you. There were a lot of people very nice about it. But management people in certain areas just love to say stuff like that. I, is it also that we have been... It's happened to us so many times. Like, we fall madly in love with somebody, and then they disappoint us that we're, like, waiting for that to happen. Because I feel like I'm terrified about certain people because I'm, like, we've lost so many people because we find out these terrible things in their own past. Yeah. So there's a part of me that goes, uh, it just feels like a trend. Yeah, there's not a lot of wiggle room anymore to mess up. And and then if you do mess up, you had better hire like a crisis PR strategist. And I'm not kidding because you need to have that right message. You need to feel, be sorry enough that people believe it. You need to be authentic in it. Like there's a whole formula when you do screw up and you you just watch it. You watch how things play out. I mean, whether it's reality show and something like Vanderpump Rules or right now Ariana Grande has been having an onset um, fling that is like blowing up and she hasn't made any sort of comments it is blowing up in her face. The train left the station, and I don't know how you clean it up at this point. What What did she do? Ariana Grande is filming, and, and here's the big deal. It's, you know, people have affairs all the time. Hold on, I've got yeah. a cat who's scratching to come in. <laughs> I love it. She needs to come in. London, Bye-bye. London, London. Is it my buddy? Oh, it is my buddy. It's London. Yep, it's London. London's all right, here. here. Is. All There's right. London. <laughs> London's here. <laughs> Catman's on. Let me get in there. I know. She loves you. But um, Ariana Grande, she is helming. She's playing Glinda in Wicked. Wicked is a two-part movie. There is tons of money invested in this. She was married. um, Her co-star was married with a child, baby, and they engaged in an affair. And, of course, they they didn't hide it on set. This happens all the time. But instead of, you know, trying to get ahead of the story, saying, you know, we made bad choices, you know, we are really sorry to our spouses, they're like, we had already broken up with our spouses, which timeline-wise now is turning out not to be true. Uh-oh. And Ariana's publicists haven't allowed her to come out and speak. And now the court of public opinion has already shaped. And now the train has left the station. And I've got to imagine that the studio behind this movie, which is hundreds of millions of dollars, are freaking out because <laughs> this is a movie that they were banking on to be a huge Christmas hit for 2024. And part two in 2025. Does an affair necessarily mess with the box office, though? Because, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, everyone associates that with Brad leaving uh, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, yeah, Jennifer. So did that mess with the box office numbers? It didn't, but that was a real... Everyone wanted to see their on-screen chemistry, but it was a different time. We are now, like, almost 20 years from that. And the attitude towards... 
like affairs and love triangles right now, just in this time period we're in, is one of the worst things you can do. It'll be interesting to see if this affects the numbers. And I think in the way that like, I, cause the fan base on this one's so huge. If like the people that would go to this would not now go to it because of this. I'll be, I'll, it'll be super fun. I will have to track that Kristen for sure. Yeah. And we, we got to wait a year, but I think yeah. that the, the, which is, you know, and, and some of it will have dissipated some of the news, yeah. but I think what's the problem is it's going to take some people out because he's playing a character who gets involved with Glinda. So you're going to sit there and watch their chemistry back and forth going, Oh, were they actually like, you know, yeah. behind the scenes in their hotel rooms actually like hooking up at this point, you know, that's the stuff that the studio just doesn't want anyone to mess with. They don't want it brought up again. And the hardcore musical fan base yeah, they're will intense. bring it up again. That's yeah. the one thing. They're intense, but like I, this would be a good one to study because I think they're so intense. Like, if you're obsessed with Wicked, you're going to this no matter what. 100%. This is not going to tank the movie, but, but it's going to create an additional dialogue yeah. that a studio that is sinking hundreds of millions of dollars, they just don't want it. Totally. It's, it's noise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is that a redo of the old Cher movie? Is that what the Wicked is? <laughs> Wasn't she in a movie called Wicked? No, but this is the this is the Broadway musical. Um, but it was, have you there seen was a it, movie. Tom? There was a movie called Wicked, wasn't there? Is that what it's based on? Is it the Witches of Eastwick? Are you thinking? No, there was a movie called Wicked as well. It was just called Wicked, but I can't remember if she was in that or not. Um, yeah, I don't know. But so it's good. I have not seen it. No, it, it's good. It's it's a great. It's such a fun musical. It's super fun musical and great. The origin book. story of the Wizard of Oz. So. Well, I would love that, I think. Yeah, I think I think Fawn would be, she's at an age where she'd get a big oh, kick of it. Oh, forget it. She would love it. If it comes to town, you should go and take her to oh, see it. Oh, Wicked is so good. It, it's all based off these books that are just a blast. And it's kind of like another point of view about like the Wicked Witch and all these things that happen. It's like a prequel to the, uh, to, um, oh my God. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, thank you. Um, <laughs> So, I've yeah. seen it before somewhere, and I cannot remember who was in it or what it was. Yeah. Well, it was originated by Kristen Chenoweth played Glinda, and oh, then okay. Idina Menzel played Wicked Witch of the West. What you know is Wicked Witch yeah. of the West. Yeah, what but John Elphaba Devolta is her character. Yeah, sorry. But uh, together they were absolute magic. I saw it on Broadway with the original cast. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Magnificent. No question about that. I just... I, as soon as you said her name, I thought of John Travolta I inter know. introducing her at the Oscars. It was the Oscars Adele of the Emmys. Adele Dazeem. Adele Dazeem. Yeah, thank and you. The best part of that clip <laughs> is that he is so committed. He's so excited yes. to introduce yes. her. He goes, the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. And it's like, he did that thing that I do where I say things wrong, but confidently. So you oh, kind of yeah. go for a second, maybe he is, maybe that is the way you're supposed to say it. <laughs> Oh, you do that with every I, word in the English language, for you. Christ's sake. Thank you. I've watched that clip a million times. Thank it makes you. me laugh because he is so happy to introduce yes. her. And then you're like, what did he just say? It's Your true. mouth make words? Is he as weird as he seems? God, he seems like a weird guy. He is. You know, everyone I know who has worked with him, the nicest man. Really? Is, yes. That's in good fact, to hear. My ex-boyfriend had to go, used to work for the Academy of Motion Picture and they were doing some segment with him at his house. We're going back now, probably 15, 16 years. And he greeted everyone at the door, like the film crew. Very nice. And he said, hey, what can I make you? Do you want water, soda? I can make you a shake. You want a smoothie? I'll make you that. I've got ice cream. Like he was like the hostess with the mostest. Like, did everything. And, and they were doing a bunch of segments with a bunch of A-list stars at their homes. And the stories would come out. Some people weren't so great. The story about John Travolta consistently is that he is one of the kindest men. It's really men nice to hear. Because I do think he's a hell of a talent. I mean. Oh, I mean, Saturday Night Fever, yep. Grease. I can go back and watch those over and over again. I agree with you. So, no, it's really nice to hear that. Uh, and. We should mention that 16, 17 years ago, uh, Kristen was still with Marlon Brando at that time. So, Ooh, yeah. your ex. She just looked at me like, what the I, hell are I you talking about? Like, um, <laughs> okay, so the Minnesotan. That you couldn't refuse. No, should I out my ex? I, I'm here. 
He dumped me two days before my birthday. Oh! What? He dumped you? He oh. dumped me. Do you want me to talk to him? Two days before my birthday. And you know what my response was? Good. You couldn't have bought me a sweater and dumped me like three days later? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, literally, like, buy me a stupid present and break up with me like December 6th, not December 1st when my birthday's December 3rd. So, do you ever run into this guy? Um, I have run into him a couple of times when, uh, during, like, he, he's no longer um, working at the Academy, but, oh, um, okay. we used to sort of like during Oscar season, we, I would see him from afar. I've said brief, like hi to him briefly once. Um, happy to say he's still unmarried. No girlfriend. Just saying. <laughs> Shocking. Nobody else Things wanted you him. hate to see. Aww. <laughs> Poor guy. I don't. It's just. But um, yeah. What a, I mean, he had a cute dog. I do miss the dog. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, Catherine. I feel that. That was very the Catherine dog was like. Fabulous. Okay, but. so John Travolta <laughs> offers you a shake. Now, here's the thing the Minnesotan in us has to say, no, please, I don't want anything. But the person who's like, what does a John Travolta shake taste like? Like, what does he put yeah, in a shake? I'd point. have to say yes. I feel like it's like a banana, like a vanilla shake with bananas in it or yeah, something. Something same. really delicious and like creamy and tasty and I feel like he took the machine off of from Pulp Fiction just off the set when they when he goes to that like themed restaurant yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Steve Buscemi brings that over like the, oh, yeah. the that's like a ten dollar yeah. ten dollar milkshake. Like that's what he makes. Yeah. Oh that's a good idea. I'd buy that. Yeah. I mean he has I believe he has a full time chef too. So I'm sure like oh, well, John Travolta probably wasn't like mixing it up. I'm sure he's like <laughs> Telling his chef, like, hey. Then I don't want it. Throw some peanut butter in there, you yeah, know, right? chocolate, just, you know. I don't want it. If he's not pushing and blend, I don't want it. <laughs> the other weird thing about uh, John Travolta, and he's talked about this. It's not a big secret, but he is nocturnal. So he sleeps during the day mm-hmm. and stays awake at night. And when his wife, Kelly Preston, was alive, like, the whole family lived like that. The kids. He really? Did, his wife. Yeah. That sounds terrible. What did she die of, by the way? Breast cancer. Oh, did she really? Yeah. She was terrific, actually. She was lovely, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were a lovely couple. Um, you know, there's lots of rumors of about what that marriage was about. But I genuinely believed, no matter what the situation was, that they were truly best friends and that they truly loved each other. I was going to wait till December 1st, but it's 8.15, so I have to dump you. Are you dumping me? <laughs> <laughs> we have to dump her from the show. I love it. I was like, let me just hold, be petty and hold a grudge for like 50 <laughs> You hold them near and dear. Like, Good. same, of course. There's no reason you have to pretend that this guy's wonderful. Like, that's, I know. that's shitty. But okay? here, I mean, you know that I'm happily married. I adore my wife and all the rest of it. But both of you are very attractive women. And guys always think that attractive women never get dumped. Oh, I've been dumped. <laughs> <laughs> I do think some men are threatened by successful women. Oh, though, and it doesn't matter how go. good looking you are, they cannot handle power, success, or anything else like that. My husband's cool. He's like, you're yeah. in charge. You do what you got to do. <laughs> I agree. That's, that's terrific to hear. But we shall talk to you next week. Yes, have a great weekend, everyone. Too. Thank you very much. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back with the, he's kind of the Kristen Burt of Channel 5, Chris he, Eggert. He wishes. <laughs> he wishes he was that good. Ladies and gentlemen, hi, it's Tom Bernard, my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off I-94. Would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., Tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but there's a, here's, uh, uh, it's really great news, and it is. Um, receive, uh, yes, this is true. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price. I said $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to five grand off sales event ends July 31st.
Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs, but the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more, and you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. MVP's bonus days are back at Lowe's. Find special savings on top brands like DeWalt. Right now, save $60 when you buy a DeWalt impact driver or drill for just $99 each. Plus, MVP's Pro Rewards members will earn three times the bonus points when shopping the Pro Zone. Shop in-store and online today. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. DeWalt offer valid 717 through 82. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts of any. Valid through 728. Subject to change. We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about, but the truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about it? Look, I've been going there for, I think I'm on my sixth treatment this week. Things go very well. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Not a big deal at all. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create a new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe all the spontaneity out, reach to the Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer. A free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. Or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard sent you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, news is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Josh Arnold bringing you Chris Eggert. I got to tell you something because I, uh, you know, got up earlier this morning so I could get a little exercise in before I came to work. And I was watching the national news. I watched four different national news channels. And then I tuned into Channel 5 to watch you guys when you came on. You got to do something with the national news because if you go to if you go to Fox, it's all about how Biden's going to end up in prison, and if you go to uh, CNN, it's all about how Trump's going to end up in prison. Do, do they think it's good for America to be making money off of other people's mi- look? If those two guys committed crimes, they should go to jail. If they didn't commit crimes, you should leave them alone, right? One or the other. But I just don't think it's real good for this country to have news anchors chirping constantly about how horrible things are. Right? Uh, yeah, it's... Is it news anchors who are stating opinions on these things or is it like commentator types? That's that's yeah, where I think things yeah. get kind of weird where a lot of times it's the news anchors who are probably coming at it from you know, not having a horse in the race 
but if they're always going yeah. to the same contributors who are always offering the opinion that you know you're going to get from them, mm -hmm. then it does feel like that. I mean, I agree 100%. It does feel like it's just piling on and piling on on the, on the same topic. And it's, it's Biden on one side and Trump on the other. It's CNN on one side. It's, it's Fox on the other. We know you're just doing this to make money. You don't give a rat's ass about the news. You just care about the money. Right. I think maybe maybe that's why I'm so like interested in this alien thing. Yeah, that's a good story. <laughs> because it's so like it's so out of the wheelhouse of everything that's been going on. And for the fact that there are, you know, legitimate actions happening in our government from both sides of the aisle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again, like maybe it's like the ultimate distraction too. Like you know, things are going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, look over here, aliens. Oh, wait, what? I'll forget about the economy then. Or, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's nice. And the point I was making is to do that. And then you guys come on and I watch your news and you're always a smart ass to the other anchors. So it cheers me up. Um, I, I think, <laughs> <He> goes, um. <laughs> I think uh, Brittany came up with the word sardonic. Yeah, sardonic. Today. That's right. Yeah. I think that versus, nails it. Versus, um. Uh, what, what what was I just what did you describe I called you me as cynical yesterday, yesterday cynical. and you were not excited about that and I thought about it yesterday I almost messaged you because I was like no sardonic because it's a little bit more of like sardonic. hilarity sprinkled in almost mocking esque mocking it you, you got to have a little fun right Tommy I oh mean, yeah that's on. exactly right I, if once in a while and then and then if they do try to have fun on those two national channels or four whatever they are five national channels whatever there are. It's so phony. It's like, oh, I heard you went down last week. You saw, oh, it's like, oh, that, that God. kills me. I honestly, Ugh. I can't get past that. I and I either. like just the fake laughing. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> funniest freaking thing they ever heard in their life. And do I'm that like, again. Really? I mean, people see through that, right? They've got to see through that. Do that laugh again. <laughs> you got to do the arm. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. I love that. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Nothing's that funny, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's exactly. Maybe it's our, you know, Minnesota Midwest sensibilities where you kind of just see through stuff a little bit and you don't, I don't know. You don't like the phony thing. I don't think phony works here. I agree. I do agree with you on that. What were you guys talking about this morning? You were, God, when I first tuned in. Um, you were on the five thirty segment, I think it was. I think that makes sense. What the hell? You were you were discussing something, and you made some smart ass comment, like you always do, by the way. Uh, Chris, he, they were reporting the news, and they went to Chris, and he just said, "Fake news." Am I right? <laughs> Fake news. Am I right? Uh, okay, I got a question, Chris, because I get the giggles so bad on every show I'm on all the time, and I just turn my mic off or I put my head down and just laugh to myself. Does that ever happen on the news? Cause you can't hide like where you're well, just. It, it happens quite a lot. And it's gotten to the point where Barlow and I will like try to trip each other up by doing Ooh, something. Yeah. I like it. I mean, you guys know that everyone, we, we all kind of play that game a little bit where there's a little bit of an inside joke and you yeah. try to get the other person to that actually is like, you know, that that keeps me awake most mornings, just waiting for him to like drop something on me that I'm not that I'm yeah. not ready for. Kind of mess mm -hmm. with you a little, yeah. And then I'm also thinking, like, I wonder what our boss is thinking at home. Like, like, why are these morons like laughing right now? Like, what <laughs> what is possibly so funny? But not laughing like on the national news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you it know, is again, yeah. baby. I love it. Just, just more kind of a, you know, holding stifling back a, a laugh holding it back. Indy, I just, I just don't think, and that's why I'm not kidding you. Well, I, as you know, I'm loyal to uh, other friends on other, uh, you know, well, it's that hammerhead that, who's that Sicilian guy on Channel 4 again? What's his name? Uh, I forget. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But Frankie and I are old friends, and, you know, I'm going to watch him too, but I watch your news and his news, and that about does it for me, right? I saw they sent, um, Amelia and their uh, their early news anchor Aaron, they sent uh, Amelia and Aaron to the lake, and Frank and Amelia didn't go to the lake. And I was kind of thinking they always go to the lake. No, but they're not together. 
Frank went up uh, maybe last week or the week before oh, with um, okay. with Chris Schaefer and their their midday anchor gal, um, Shayla. So I was like, I wonder. I mean, listen, I've been married long enough. I can appreciate maybe not going to the lake with my wife and just having my own. <laughs> we like to call it divide and conquer. That's what I say when our household needs like a break from each other. Like, let's divide yeah. and conquer today. Yeah, and that's the first thing when I was I was flipping over and seeing what CCO was doing last night. And I'm like, Frank Solo. Oh, because Amelia's at the lake. And I was thinking Frank's like enjoy having a nice, enjoyable couple days. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite stories with Catherine of all time. You know Jim Paul, the guy who owned the, the car dealer? Yeah. Jim and I are old friends. I've known him for 40 years probably. He's a great guy. Uh, Jim Paul came to my house to pick me up because we were going up north to play golf. We're going to go up... Uh, uh, play golf and hang out and all the rest of it. And, of course, I'm loading a, uh, well, maybe a case of wine in the trunk of his car as Catherine comes out the front door and she goes, oh, how many of you guys are going up north? And I said, I think there are eight of us total, so two foursomes. And she looks at Jim Paul and goes, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim just started laughing. He thought that was it. I got to get, I got to say, I haven't seen Jim in a, in a while. I saw, I was at his birthday party a couple of years ago, but I got to see him again. You ever spend any time with him? He's very no. funny. He's a very no, I've, funny I've heard guy. You talk, I've heard you talk about him, but I've not met him. Good guy. Uh, you know who I met was, uh, we were just talking about her, uh, Shayla Reeves. She wrote a kiddo book called Echo in the Distance, and it's about uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech. Yeah. And I, she came in studio at my talk, and she was super lovely. And I was like, oh, uh, she's like, yeah, well, you know, we work with Frank. And I was like, oh, Frank came in with his, his dogs. She goes, no, he wouldn't come into a radio station with his dogs. His dogs bark all the time. And I was like, they barked on our show. <laughs> That's what they did. They barked. She's like, why would she bring his dog? It was so funny. Just a like totally called out. I was like, yeah, they absolutely started barking on the show a couple times. So, Chris, let me ask you a question. Because I've never, yes, sir. people ask me this all the time, and I don't have an answer. Because I would consider you a good friend. I've known you for many years now and all the rest of it. And then you got your Frank Vassaleros and you got, you know, Don Shelby and you go, they're a list of several people. Why do you think it is that I get along with news anchors so well? Because I probably shouldn't, I would think, but I do. Well, I think, I think you have a certain level of knowledge and expertise in sort of everything because you've been there, done that. Why are you celebrating? I love it. Um, and and so I, I I don't know that that's that's what I can take from from knowing you that um, and I think you um, have respect for people who aren't trying to bullshit their way through life and yeah. they're trying to be yeah. as yep. as honest with people as they can and I, so that would I mean that that would be my. That, that would be my two cents on that. Well, you're all very nice to my family, too, and that's a huge thing to me. If, if, I, I, I watch people they go around other people's families, and they kind of ignore the family. It's like, okay, you're not my kind of guy. If you're going to ignore somebody's family, get away from me. Speaking of, you got another licensed driver officially? Did she pass? Uh-oh. Good question. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm <laughs> feverishly trying to scrape up some kind of hunk of junk used car in the next couple days because uh, we're going to be in a world of hurt over here. She can borrow my super old Corvette if she wants to rock that for a little while. Uh, uh, I'm not sure I'm, I'm willing to do that. <laughs> well, did you get on the horn with Dougie? will help you. Dougie will take care of you. We're, we're, we're emailing. Okay, we're emailing. good. Yeah, because Doug's um, great. The funny thing about that is her 16th birthday was Wednesday oh. and the the licensing system is such in the state of Minnesota that in order to for them to take their driving skills test on their birthday you've got to book an appointment exactly 1 month prior. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times you've got to do them not in your neighborhood DMV or not in your neighborhood place but you got to travel somewhere to do it. Yes. Yeah, and intense. so um, like every morning for three months, my wife would get up early, try to log on to the website and, and law and get a appointment for her on her birthday. And then it finally opened up and she got one. We showed up there one o'clock Wednesday and the lady looked at us and she goes, I don't have you down for an appointment. Oh God. <laughs> Ooh. And honestly, whoops. Anything with that, 
you have to try to get even earlier than that because once they start sliding people out because like of the timeline, even one, even if they would have had it, you probably got bumped. Well, as it turned out, the you have to make an at this particular spot, you have to make an appointment for the skills test and you have to make a separate appointment for the actual picture taking of the driver's license. Oh. It's, I know, AJ, it's ridiculous. That, that so, feels like it'd be a combo package. Yeah. So anyway, my wife messed that up and boy, that caused 24 <laughs> hours of hell in our house. I'll just put it <laughs> I'm sure she handled it really well. well, as well. I don't blame her. She's a, I mean, you're 16. Like the only thing you want to do is drive, right? There's no other. So no, I know she got it yesterday. She got it yesterday. Oh. They had to drive to Alexandria to get it. So congratulations. There you go. So it all worked out. We're all, we're in, and you got to shell out some dough. Yeah, that's kind of how that works. Uh, you know anything about that, Tom? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about this the other day, I was laughing about it. <laughs> when I said, "Tom, what's it like to get him off the payroll?" and you're like, "What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that?" Uh, what you, what route do you go? And this is me actually asking because I have no idea. Because like. We always got older cars, but is that something you want to avoid because you want it to be have all the bells and whistles, or like what what do you get for a kid? You want it to be safe. I don't have. Listen, I ain't got the money to be driving of have a fleet of nice cars. Like I, I need something that's going to be reliable. Yeah, and can hopefully get us get them around for a couple years. And if they want to start contributing to that when they're able to work more and you know buy something nice that's great so that's that's kind of the way i look at it but i'm not loaded either huh? that's nice of you to be very honest about that because most people yes i'm i'm doing very well and you're hey most people in media are just average people like everybody else like their next door neighbor that hammer made shirts telling a different tale let me tell oh, you oh well hey, don't get me wrong i I've, I've i'm not complaining where i'm at i'm just saying you start factoring in having four different cars and insurance on all of them and i don't care how much money you make like that's ridiculous that's a lot of it is yeah that's a lot now look, I gotta. This is my fault. I understand it's my fault because I introduced her to it. But seven-year-old Fawny, she has a new favorite thing. Last night, so uh, they came over for pizza, and we're gonna have a little dessert after pizza. And she's seven years old. She calls me Bop Bop. Of course, she's the one who invented that. Call everybody. All the kids call me Bop love Bop. That, by the way, I do too. I love that. When you were seven years old, now again, I, it's my fault because I introduced her to it and all the rest of it. I understand that. But when you were seven years old, did you ever holler down the stairs at your grandfather? Hey, Grandpa, would you like some tiramisu? I'm like, what? <laughs> She's seven years old. And she knows she knows all these phenomenal things. What's like the other thing? Baked Alaska she had that she no, loved? No, and it's uh, uh, Bananas Foster. Bananas That's Foster, her other one. yeah. She I'm loves sorry. Bananas Foster because of the flames and all the rest. Yeah, I mean, here's a seven-year-old kid. It's like, well, I don't know if I should go with the tiramisu or the bananas. <laughs> oh, we're screwed. <laughs> what the hell? Gogo's already getting introduced oh, yeah. to Starbies. The neighbors are like, Gogo, should we go get Starbies? And I'm like, no. Starbies? Starbucks. Oh, I know. I it's, it's so girly, though. I love it. Let's go get Starbies. Like, come on, Gogo. Can you put her car seat in my car? We're going to go get Starbies. I was like, Starbies. She, she literally... Ugh. Drinks milk from like a dirty container. Like she doesn't need Starbucks. <laughs> like she doesn't care. Your five dollar drink is lost on her. So life should be. Yeah. Well, I, I have. I think I have a feeling we have an expensive road ahead of us. Well, it's a whole different. Well, I mean, you all would agree with this. I would think that children know things that we never even had a clue existed oh, yeah. when we were kids. Oh, for sure. No. Absolutely. No doubt about it. We had there were seven kids in our family, and yeah, we had too. one kid car. So like the, so it cracks me up, Chris, that you're like, I need to buy each kid a car. I'm like, why? Like we well, had. Well, that's not entirely true. My wife's car could go any moment. Oh. And so I'm kind of like just hedging. I don't want to get in a pickle with her not having yeah. one. And then, yep. So that I mean, if I could be quite honest, that's sort of where I'm at on that. And then if both the kids can. Use one car. I don't really know. Yeah, no, so. and you're, I was going to say, too, in your defense, it's different. Like, we have all of our sports. 
we were able to get there, you know, with friends and things like that that weren't like all over the state. Nowadays, too, it's like, well, you don't want to be driving your kids every two seconds to all these events and all these things that they have to go to. So I think it's just a different world in general. Like we were able to all go to school together and then I would take the activity bus home like that. I never yeah. had dibs on that Camry ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah, my mother didn't drive, so we yeah. didn't have anybody driving us around. Isn't that wild? It was and you, all she city was able. Buses. Yeah, I know she was able because because you guys lived in Minneapolis, able to get everywhere on a city yep. bus. You That's can't true. do that in the suburbs, like. No, no, God, there's no way you could do that. Grew up the way we did. Still waiting on that light rail, and you. Yeah, if we just had the light rail. Any we could day just hop now. On that and... <laughs> it's been what, like 12, 13 years? How long? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how the light rail works? We wave. <laughs> That's conductor cheese waving at everybody. Oh, the conductor's the one dancing. I thought we were the passengers. Where? Well, it was how many years ago that started? It was like 10 years Don't ago, wasn't it? Don't even get me started. It's been pristine looking for about three years. Like, yeah. we are ready to rock on the Eden Prairie side. Yep. Are you going to take Maybe the they should turn that into like a treetop trail like they're doing oh, they yeah. yeah. the old monorail at the yeah. zoo. All right. Yeah. And then people could at least walk to the city. <laughs> Ooh, I want to hit up that treetop. I have so much trouble saying it. Treetop trail so bad at the Minnesota Zoo. That looks amazing. That just reopened, right? Yeah, they yeah. just it yeah. just opened. Opened. Open, open, like, yeah. Uh, just today, it hadn't been open yet. Oh wow! Um, and I, it's been ten years since they shut down the monorail. Why which is did crazy. they? Why? I don't uh, think anybody was using it. I loved I think, it. I think there might have been some kind of like. Um, uh, how much do we want to spend to keep this running? Oh yeah. Versus if no one's really using it, I, that's what the sense I got at the time. I don't remember though. It's a great zoo. I love that zoo. Oh, it is a good zoo. I miss the beluga. Yeah, that's right. The Whoa, beluga. there was a beluga. Whoa, way, way back when I was a lad, things were in black and white then, Brittany. But yeah, there was a beluga there. That's well, she amazing. Talk, She's talking about a midday guy. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Chris, Chris just like you asshole. <laughs> oh, but they had a bone infection. Oh, uh, when the beluga whale. Next day, AJ. I'm not even going to look at AJ. I'm not even going to look at him. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I didn't either. So, what about his bone problem? What? Uh, he. I lost his battle with his bone infection in 1990, and that's they never replaced the beluga. Him. Yeah, really, <laughs> that long? It was 33 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was when I was I a kid. That would have been believe that before that even. Do you guys ever go to the Como Zoo still? Because I still love. Oh, the Como, the Como Zoo. Zoo is yeah. wild, wild love west, it. and it's awesome. Like you can yep. straight up high five an orangutan. <laughs> There's like no <laughs> rules at the Como Zoo, and I love that. And it's always like. They recommend $2 donation. So if you go and take somebody, you just throw five in there and be like, I got this. And you can both get in, looking like a baller, throwing oh, that yeah. extra dollar. Do you, did you, because you're so young, you guys never got to know about Monkey Island, did you? It's, well, I think it's, it's, I think it's still there. Is Monkey Island still yeah, there? Yeah, it's that round, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, yeah the they, round they, thing. They throw things at you, the monkeys. And yes, they do. Oh, so, so it is open. Oh, yeah. Too. It's the orangutans. It's amazing. It's like... You're so close. It really shouldn't be that close. Because <laughs> Bobby Knotts and I went over. This is a thousand years ago. We went over, and we're walking past Monkey Island. All these people are standing around looking at Monkey Island. There's a, there's a fence around. Yeah. Metal fence. And it's crowded. You could be, You know why everybody was gathered around looking at Monkey Island? Huh. Little spider monkey face down, drowned in the water. Oh, it's no. just going like... Oh. Oh, oh my god! That's, that's not where I was expecting that to go. No, I thought you know. I thought they were gonna be like it was like flinging its poop at someone. Yeah. Well, that too. No, it's, it's that dead. poor little monkeys floating oh face god. down, dead in the water. Everybody, look at that! I've never seen a monkey dead before. Do you remember when that gorilla got out at the Como Zoo? Yes, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's like you know. That wasn't that long ago, was it? It probably was now, but it feels it? like it wasn't that long ago. Gorilla's my cousin. Leave him alone. <laughs> Sorry. Probably was, actually, come to think of it. I got some odd relatives. Let me just point that out. <laughs> just part of the whole deal. Oh, God. So what else? You got any one big last story you'd like to deliver? You got about three minutes to go, so there's got to be one big heavy hitter to close with. Nothing? 
I thought it was pretty curious that um, you got the 3M opening ha- happening right now in the in the Twin Cities of mm-hmm. the TPC. Yep. Um, that uh, the Attorney General Keith Ellison and a bunch of others who are going to uh, get into this big settlement with 3M over the contamination of water. Oh, right. They yeah. decided to pull out of that. And the announcement just happened to come right now. Wait a minute. Who pulled 3M pulled out of their own tournament? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, the state of Minnesota. Oh, okay. Ellison and 20 other states, they're opposing a settlement now. I felt like that. I don't know. Maybe that's the conspiracy theorist in me. It seems crazy that today or yesterday is the day that came out where all these people are in town for the 3M Open. Yeah, well, uh, they again, everything is about money now. It's all about where we're spending money, where we can get the money, where we're going to do with the money. Everything's about money now. And I, you know what politics. I don't get on those settlements and a lot of times like the tobacco settlement and stuff, there's so much money that the state gets from these settlements mm-hmm. I, I hear from our viewers all the time like why doesn't that money actually ever go back to a taxpayer never oh forget right? what, like, what what did we have last year how many billions of dollars did we have last year and we didn't see one dollar of it and the opioid settlement a bunch of money was brought in yeah yeah it's like i don't know it's kind of a it's kind of a weird little game that gets played we also had uh I know it's been super hot the last couple of days and you know what, wh- you know, it's Minnesota summer. That's how it goes. Uh, we talked to regions yesterday and they actually saw like a pretty significant number of people coming into the emergency room. Oh yeah. With, <clears throat> with heat related stuff, which I, you know, I mean, it just kind of, I, I don't like telling people to drink water. I, I don't, I feel like that's kind of ridiculous or, you know, like as a, as a news person, make sure and drink your water and, stay hydrated. And I feel like you're, I feel like people understand that, Mm -hmm. but I I guess the point is there were some people who like actually got ill and sick Mm -hmm. and had to go to the ER because the heat. So they do every, every summer. I guess they didn't listen to us telling them to drink their water, drink your water, man. It just annoys me. I, you know what else I don't like? What What don't you take? What really grinds your gears, Chris? Is, is when um, we, I say as an industry, I'm not naming any names, um, say, tell people how to dress. That drives me crazy. Yeah, that is a little weird. I would have to Don't agree. you, like, Brittany, do you need me to tell you in the morning that you should wear a coat? Uh, no, oh. but I I feel you. I feel like it's, it's, there are things that I think that you could sneak in, right? Like, you'd be surprised like the loose fitting clothing in the summer for restricting circulation. Sometimes people don't always think of that. Um, the layers, maybe that's one. But we used to do in the military was a hydration formation where we'd have to come out with two full canteens and drink it right there in front of um, our drill sergeants. And the amount of throw up that I've seen because of that. But I think we should bring Orange. that back. Let's do that. I would love that. Next time we have a, a heat wave, we're going to do a canteen contest on i'm gonna i'm gonna set it up and we'll try to drink as much water we can and see who vomits first which also that would be great tv wouldn't it yeah which also can kill you fun fact remember that lady that died for the radio contest for the we yeah it was yeah and it changed it changed everything in the radio industry you couldn't you can't do those anymore those like weird live contests what does it ever change like you can't be in radio more if you're an asshole no, Why don't they change that, that rule? I won't change that. They wouldn't have anybody left? <laughs> Who would be left to be on the air? <laughs> That's the whole problem. We don't have anybody anymore because, all right. All the radio stations just have dead air. That's it. <laughs> well, they're going in a couple of years anyway. So. Anyway, moving forward, so we will talk to you next week. Okay, you guys. Have a nice weekend. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute Financial evaluation, Chris Eggert. Love working with Chris Eggert. No question about it. We have to take a break here. Be right back in just a couple of minutes, right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app.
We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about, but the truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about it? Look, I've been going there for, I think I'm on my sixth treatment this week. Things go very well. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Not a big deal at all. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create a new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe all the spontaneity out, reach to the Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer. A free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800-952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. Or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The Up to the Five Grand Off sales event ends July 31st.